Hello, I'm John, the most handsome, stupid idiot who has got his head stuck in his ears and my feet are very big and I smell funny. Ho, 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 I'm John. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's totally John. That's totally John, the most handsome idiot in the whole fucking world. <laughs> You're listening to Longkang Kitties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Longkang Kitties and this is going to be the best Longkang Kitties ever. But you, you guys know how it feels when the when the cat is away, the mouse can play. You know, Comes the parent... to play, yes. Ah, fucking hell, yeah. our, our, our podcast dad, fucking dad, has, has, uh, is not in the podcast anymore. You know? Guess he's, why? He's... Guess why John is not here? <laughs> Jerry, guess Jerry, why, Jerry? Do you want to guess? I, I don't know what's going on. I just okay. got here. I'm late. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you guys what happened was that last night me and John went drinking, right? So we were at uh, Paddy's, uh, the bar, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, in Singapore. And what happened was that we were just drinking normally. It was a very boring day. And when, when a couple of fucking, like, American Marines who are obviously here on tour, you know, approached our table, you know, and they started slapping John around. I don't know what they were doing. And I don't know what John said to offend them. So these five big American men, you know, big, big black men. <laughs> Essentially, same as John lah. Yeah, yeah, John is a big white man. <laughs> so I started slapping him around. John was so intimidated, he couldn't do anything. I just walked up and said, hey, gentlemen, gentlemen, what's the problem here? And then when I could see uh, that physical violence was going to escalate, right, I used my my five-point finger vagus nerve technique. Do you guys know where the vagus nerve is? No, what it is matter, It doesn't matter, but I struck, I struck one of the big black men in the vagus nerve, right? Oh, wow. And then they were so fucking intimidated on me, they fucking dropped their tails, right? And then they had to call an ambulance because the guy was foaming at his mouth, right? Wait, wait, wait. Where does the where, where does the alcohol come in in all this? Say again. Where does the alcohol come in in all this? I think it's because John was drinking heavily, right? right. And then he said something that offended the American Marines, so I had to, I had to bail him out. I had to Aye. fucking save his ass. I had to drag him back, and he was like, "Oh, Dad, I'm not feeling so well. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna back you up in a fight." <laughs> But it's okay. No, I, I, I let that pass because he's my friend. I can uh-huh. accept my friends for their flaws and their failures. It's all okay. It's all okay. In case you guys haven't noticed, John is not on the podcast for the <laughs> second time ever. Um, I think it's just age catching up to him, you know. Like, the last time he wasn't on our podcast for the first ever time was, was sick, uh, right? yeah, our live, live stream with Dr. Chi just a couple months ago. Right. And right. John is actually here in the studio. He's just, like, indisposed. He's, like, fainting on the couch. Like a woman. Correct. His pants are off. He's like, I've got a headache. I can't do this. I can't do this tonight, guys. My head hurts. His head hurts. He's gaping into the camera. You guys know what gaping is? No. What is gaping? Never mind, never mind, never mind. (laughs) Tell me, tell me. I want to know. What is gaping? He's presenting. He's presenting. (laughs) Oh. That I kind of know, I think. Wait, is this this from like those, uh, what what do you call those? um, What? Sissy videos? No. Yeah, I, I went to Google and I was so intimidated by, oh my god. But yeah. that's like a BDSM term, right? Presenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just have to like present yourself <laughs> to your master <laughs> like a fucking good bimbo. Oh my god, John, don't take too uh, uh, lowly of us for like ragging on you. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. You told us to come here and then like fucking record this episode and then you can't even be on the episode. Yeah, and tisk, you, you tisk. think we were there to make fun of you if you were here in real life. <laughs> You guys are, you guys. He was like, I didn't even drink that much yesterday, you know. Do you think you're still like 25? You can probably be <laughs> processed only like, what, 40% of the alcohol you did exactly. when you were like in exactly. your 20s? Exactly. Come on, man. Face your age. So, Angie, I- I'm curious. I mean, before we begin the mm. podcast for real, right? Um, 
have you, over the years, as you have grown older, discovered that there are some alcohols that are more pleasant in tasting, have yes. a poor, have a have a less chance of you resulting in hangover? Yeah. Can you share no. with the audience? Huh? No. Okay, my BC let NG speak first. What yeah. what is your poison now? I used to drink beer, even though I don't I didn't really like super love it. But now my system has just like completely fucked up. I can't drink so, beer so, anymore. Yeah. It just fucks me up like yeah. entirely. And it's not like I get hangovers, but it just doesn't feel it's good. Very like unpleasant. It. It's just a lot of gas. Yeah, a lot of gas. You know? So now my go-to drink is generally some variation of whiskey cocktail or just straight up whiskey meat. Right, right. What, yeah, what about you, Derek? No, but I think I... Right, okay, so I, I recently watched a YouTube video and the YouTube video says that the reason why you guys are feeling so shitty after beer right, is because people pour beer like they pour wine. They're like, oh, we don't want the hit, you know. Hmm. So what you're supposed to do, right, is to li- literally top, you know, ah. turn the beer can upside right, down right, 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 right. and let the air out. So by the time you start drinking, it's not so fizzy, and then okay. it's right, not so and now people are be- like just drinking the fizz. Yeah, fizzy. yeah, yeah. You're you're not supposed to drink the fizz. The fizz is supposed to be there to just give you a little bit right. more presentation. <laughs> correct. Yeah. So you know, a hot tip that I do, That's right, is that I, I I do I do the 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 gentleman pour, right? Uh, but I take a fork afterwards and I stir 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 stir, stir out yeah, all the carbonation. Yeah, yeah. You can do that too. You right? can do that. That's too. what some like fucking perverts do to Coca Cola, okay. also, right? They they open a can of Coca Cola, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. let the Coca Cola sit there and like fizzle out yes. and then they drink the flat coke yes yeah, yeah. you're, you're not supposed to drink yeah. the fully flat coke but you're not supposed to drink the fully fizzy coke as well Jerry this, what's your poison what's my poison oh yeah yeah we we are we have I showed you the pictures before yes. we have a lot of whiskeys oh, now oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah whiskeys the best man whiskeys and gin gin I prefer gin to whiskey but uh, gin usually is to mix and I don't drink that much, right, right. I'm I'm a lightweight. What about you, Dan Wong? You see, the thing with whiskeys, right? All you whiskey heads love your single malts, uh. I, I I really cannot stand the peaty bulk taste of like. Oh, I love. Oh, yeah, so gross! I, I love the blended. smoky flavor. That means you yeah. haven't tried. You haven't tried a different different region, right? Yes, that's what a lot of my friends. Okay, say. some some of them are really really yeah. smooth, and the those are like fucking good. So they I are love whiskeys are bars. very peaty and smoky. Bayside mm. whiskeys are a little bit more smooth. Yeah, so you need to try different ones. Yeah, anyway, um, uh, my poison for now is Daiginjo. Have you guys heard of this before? Daiginjo. What is that? So Daiginjo is sake. No, sake, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So Daiginjo specifically, right? Or Onna Daiginjo is... is Women's uh, is, sake. Yes, I'm not kidding. So what these, okay. these girls do is that they yeah. spit into the rice. And then they use their bare feet and, and mash the, the rice. Ah, right. right. And then that, that is used for... So that, that shit... Do they use their titties to like stir yeah, yeah, yeah. the rice grains? Yeah, they, they use that. The <laughs> they stir it and stir it the water. They, they chew the rice to use the saliva right, emulase right, right. to start the, the fermentation correct, correct. process. But that one is the, the high quality of my one. is just... Spit. Do they also put the yeast from their like vaginas yeah, yeah, to, like, yeah. to like ferment So So you went from wanting to drink vagina beer yeah, to yeah, spit like, wine. He leveled up already. Okay. Like, like extra... Extra human yes. sex secretion yeah. kind of shit. Yeah, the more the merrier, right? Oh yeah, but gosh. I think I'm gonna die in this life without ever tasting the vagina beer. Like I, I've been looking for it. You know, I've been trying to order. No, nobody has it. Like, it's all gone. Uh. Let's do your own lah. Uh, get Lydia to like <laughs> contribute some yeast and then make DIY vagina beer. <laughs> you know, I've been lovers and partners with Lydia for so long. I don't know how I can broach this topic, you know, with, with, with her. And all that. Hi, can I have some of your vagina? Hi, Lydia. Right? Uh, I, I know you for sure you listen to our podcast. So, like, here's me asking for Dan Wong so that we can do this experiment with your vaginal yeast. 
I think right. she'll be like a little bit grossed out and offended that, that we said this on the podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, otherwise, like, what can you do? We can start the podcast, Angie. Right. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of yeast, let's talk about the Readout Road Saga. <laughs> what? How, how is yeast involved in, in Shanmugam and Balakrishnan's uh, real estate affairs? It has some sort of a stink, I guess. <laughs> I'm not yeast sure. Yeast does not always stink, right? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. But some can. Yeah. <laughs> and yeast could be beneficial, but some are not. Right? A little bit is good, but excessive is not. Yes, yes. This yes, is how yes. it relates to the Without Bird Saga. How's okay, that? Not bad, not bad. Okay, not bad, not bad. I give you a 7 out of 10. Okay, thank you yeah, very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. I still don't understand the Without Roads. I don't even know whether it's pronounced as Without or Redo. Or redo. Rideout. Or I don't know. Well, I'm Singaporean, so I'm just going to call it the Redoubt. Road Saga. So basically what happened was that um, Kenneth Jayaratnam, son, son of JBJ, right. recently like called out our minister Shamugam and Vivian Balakrishnan about where they are staying. They stay there. They stay These there. two ministers stay along yeah. Redout Road in those like a big ass... Big ass colonial, colonial black and white bungalows. Right. Yes. I don't they, think that's a very good decision but I mean if they think it's a good decision that... Why not? Fucking the place is old. I mean it's beautiful no doubt but it's fucking old there. It's yeah, it's shit. very, very old. And um, there are a lot of laws and regulations that kind of govern the living in these right. spaces, the renting right. of these spaces. That's what I read as well. So you're saying that it's not a good thing because well, they can't for, do as they like. For uh, one, right? Basically. Okay, Gary, mm. you've been a soldier for many, many years, right? Mm. So, you know, in those old camps, right? When you go mm. to the toilet, what do you smell? Sewage. Correct. Why? Why do we smell sewage? Uh, it's not connected. Maybe it's a septic tank, uh, septic tank right. system. Right. I mean, I mean, uh, make no mistake. The people in the army actually do clean their toilets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. It's, it's quite a clean place. But the reason why you always smell like like fermented piss and shit and sewage there, right? It's because the plumbing is old. Mm. And gee, those things have been around. Those fucking government buildings have been yeah. around for like three thousand years there eh, since Parameswara landed yep. in Singapore. It's, 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 it's fucking gross there. Eh. Then you're, you're not allowed to like, what, are you allowed to like rip it out and re... Um, I, I think you can do, no, I think you can do some remodeling. Like for example, yeah. putting in aircons, like like up, upgrading the toilets and yeah. things like that. Uh, I'm not sure if you need to reinstate it when you give it back to them. But I think people who live there, I think it's... <laughs> reinstate, reinstate the dilapidated state. <laughs> it's like, fuck down. you. I think, <laughs> so, so like, I... I, I I can enjoy it, but anyone who comes after me, like, you know, fuck you, you have to right, spend right, your own right. money to do all these things. Yeah. Okay, anyway, what, what is Jayaratnam's uh, problem with uh, the two ministers doing that? So I'm just reading this off, like, kenjayaratnam.com, okay, okay, okay about okay. this thing. Okay. So, yeah, quote, Until this came out, I had presumed Shamugam was still living in his actually luxurious landed family home in Queen Astrid Park area, and Balakrishnan in his bungalow near TCB's bungalow. Why would two ministers already in possession of luxurious landed family homes and lifestyles move themselves into these two rental properties typically offered only on two-year terms? It can't be possible that they needed the space. Lim Tian has done some good comparisons of the sizes, by the way. So, like, I think the biggest part in all of this is, like, the biggest grouse I see online like, is basically how big these properties are, whether or not it is seemly for our ministers to right. be living in these bungalows. Uh, oh, so it's about being seemly. La. So basically what he's trying to say is that uh, the equivalent, if you can put it in Gen Z terms, like Shanmugam and uh, Viva Bala, 
like uh-huh. got like the most expensive sports cars, like the like the coolest pussy Maseratis, and drove around like in the middle of the CBD. So it's the equivalent, right? Something like that, okay. lah. So the the two properties, right? The size of them is around thirty one Bridout Road has a land area of one hundred and thirty six thousand square feet or twelve twelve thousand. 664 square meters. Yeah. And then 26 Redout Road, 48,700 square meters. That's okay. roughly like the size of, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But what, okay, what is the problem? I'm not seeing the problem. I mean, we should be criticizing the policies of these guys. We should be criticizing like, maybe perhaps the ministerial pay. Mm-hmm. But whatever they do, their fucking money is fucking... So I guess money. like, uh, what Kenneth Jaya right now called out was like, whether or not like yeah. the auction process was valid. Uh, because these properties, right, are typically leased out on a bidding right. system. Mm. La. Right. SLA has come out to clarify to say that, you know, um, the... Both these properties had been empty for a couple of years. Yeah. And then when it came onto the market for bidding... Both our ministers paid above the rental prices mm. and they were the only bids. Uh, you know. mm. They paid essentially more than they had to uh, to get the place. And then the other thing that Kenneth Jayaratnam called out was the fact that were there any irregularities uh, in the process because mm. Shamugam is actually in charge of the SLA. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when I was reading... Right just now. There's this guy, have you, have you seen this one? There's this guy who wrote a rebuttal, this Asian quick guy. Oh, I read that. Yeah, so he's basically saying that, you know, these, these houses are, there are not that many of them. Mm. There are not that many renters and you can't do shit with it. That's why people don't want to rent it. Oh, but also, it's not in demand, is it? It's, it's, it's I would say that like there is some sort of demand, but yeah. it's a very extremely niche yes. market. So... It could jolly well be true that there were no other bidders when the two ministers went for went for these two houses. Why they paid over market rate, I don't know. Maybe because they just want to show that they are not being undercharged or something. You know, it's almost like oh hey, it's not for better thing. You know, I got ten units. We're we're receiving fifty bids from people. Right. But only if if only five people bid, then the other five units could be empty also, right? Right, right, right. Well, and I think the thing is, like, uh, the only thing about his rebuttal that I don't agree with is the fact that, like, he says something like, the land area, this, and I'm quoting him directly, the mm. land area may be large, but you cannot enlarge your house or build anything on it. This is why per square feet, methods of valuing them don't make any sense. The land is not yours to do as you please. Mm. The plot ratio is not usable. The large field is only for you to mow and for your dog to run on. But right. come on, like, I think right. this is a very stupid argument because in. In Singapore, right, right, in a land-scarce country, right. space is a premium. A premium having yeah. that sort of yeah. like privacy right. and having that sort of giant fucking space for your dog to run on mm-hmm. uh, is a luxury mm-hmm. that most of us don't have. Yeah. Most of us have to share space with other people when we go into the parks. Correct, correct. And so I think that that is a bit disingenuous by saying that, oh, the plot ratio is not usable. Then uh, fucking, why do you want to stay there then? Right? right? Like, you stay there because you want that kind of fucking size right. and that kind of fucking privacy where, you know, like, people cannot trespass onto your land, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I think that that's a bit, like, stupid and disingenuous of him to say so, lah. But, 
But otherwise, I would say that the points make sense. The rest of the points make sense because these are old. They don't come with AC, hot water, cabinets, facilities, appliances. Oh so you have to sink a bunch of money in there mm. if they're not previously renovated mm. to get them to being a livable condition, basically. And I think, right, like the average person might think that these spaces command a very high rent. Mm. But I had a friend who rented one many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't rent a, a bungalow, la, but he rented the servants' quarters. Oh. And it was a small standalone mm. house. Mm. You know, it was still like landed. Okay. La. Right. But it's not very big, but oh. it's good for one person to live on. Mm-hmm. And it was surprisingly cheap, you know, and he had the surrounding area to, to himself as well. That's cool. like, it was just servants a couple of thousand quarters. dollars, I think. I think when people think of that sort of land size and what, the commensurate like rental should be mm, I think mm. they probably put a way higher price than the reality of it mm. essentially okay so but I guess like the problem is the optics of it I, I feel like it's more interesting to like speculate on what Sean Newton is doing there because he always has his big house there. <laughs> he already has his big house <laughs> yeah, then, then like, why do you need so much space yeah yeah like what, what are you doing like is he creating his own pocket dimension with like zombie slaves or like what, what is he's doing? not creating that but what I what I've read online is mm. that like uh, on some articles is that he put in like a swimming pool you have to take cut- it out afterwards right yeah, 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 yeah you have to take it out yeah. afterwards and then you have uh, I think he cut down some trees and then okay. people are like, is he okay? Is it okay for him to do that? To cut down fucking trees? Does he have to get like NEA's agreement to do that? Like, you know, well, I mean, that, that's, that's besides the point, right? Or rather, not no, that's not, the point. Dis- that's not yeah, besides that's the not point. Besides, the trees belong to the country, the, dude. The you can't just fucking anyhow so, cut a tree. Yeah, you know? and okay. NEA will definitely come and take a look because I sometimes, yeah, sometimes Sorry. like, <laughs> even in my neighborhood, right, uh, yes. we've, we've had trees that have been growing there for the last 40 years before uh, new HDB flats were built. Right. Yeah. And after the new HDB flats were built, basically that look was very, very uh, rarely used by people. And after our flats were built, uh, our BTO went up, they started to uh, inspect the trees and mm-hmm. several has been cut down since. Yeah. And we've been asking the town council, why are you guys cutting down healthy trees? So it's, oh, it's, it's healthy, but it's, is leaning very very far out of the road because of the BTO that you know they are uh, channeling buses. Oh, they communicated that to you. Ah, they so smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They told us. But that's oh, like yeah. that's more like of a risk for yeah, yeah, like risk. safety, lah. Yeah. So if if there's like the trees are old, they are rotting. There's a risk of falling. Well, we don't know that. We don't know lah. We yeah, don't know exactly. why the trees yeah. were cut down, but. I guess we'll find out in Parliament in July. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, but can I just can I just speculate on on actually a more realistic yeah. scenario? Yeah. Because I'm thinking about the love that I have for my cat, how much I adore my cat, right? And I was thinking if I had a dog and I was Shamugam and I just really love my dog slash dog. Like I just want him to yeah, have a great him, yeah. big field to run, to run on. on. Then I'll just do it, yeah. because I can afford it, man. I can I can easily see that happening, and that is actually within the bounds of reason. What is happening right now is that like they have convened committee or some shit like that to investigate this readout uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're so happy. Senior, so mis- senior Minister Teo yes. Chi Hien is going to expeditiously review rental of the state properties mm-hmm. after request by both ministers. So like both Shamugam and Vivian Balakrishnan requested the mm-hmm. investigations. And I mean, honestly, I think it's just a complete wayang and a waste of our resources. Yeah, what did like, we ask are the leader of not, opposition? We are not going to find anything wrong with yeah. the whole I mean, process. I, I, I don't think that's so stupid. I don't think they're going to be like fucking stupid to get their tails caught in such a big kind of thing. 
but I guess the the optics of it is right. really mm. okay. So I, I guess the points to discuss here is really like a. Do we expect our public servants to be outwardly frugal when they are paid highest in the world? Mm. Right? Because mm. the whole point of PAP, right? Mm. Like they, they keep harping mm. and harping and harping on the point ah, that we have yes, to pay the good people the best, best money salary. so that they are not corrupt and that they want to join politics. But if you're paying people such a high salary, right? Where are you going to fucking spend it if they're all going to be like Chan Chun Singh and oh, I wear my Casio for so many years <laughs> and I wear, and I drive a second-hand car. Oh my god. That's why, could, that's why I like that guy. Casio. That's oh, why I like that guy. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, but do yeah, we like expect, like I mean, I'm not saying that he's doing this for Wayang. Mm. I, I believe that he he's doing it because he's genuinely thrifty. Mm. But do we expect then that all our politicians have to be like this? Not be flashy, not buy branded mm. things, not live in like big properties, and then just I don't, what are they gonna do with their money? Here, here's mm. what's interesting. Do you guys remember when uh, our our current president, right, when she was she was saying that oh I'm not gonna live in Istana, I'm gonna live mm. in my own. Yeah, she lives in HDB, which is yeah. a yeah. rather large HDB to begin in with. Issue, yeah, in issue, <laughs> right? So fucking build a wall. The hilarious thing was when she first got selected to become the president. Oh, oh, oh. Controversial, Jerry. You're off the fence Hello? for once. Right? So, so when that happened, the, right. the, the first like month or so, right, uh, she was living in her own home and then there was uh, all the security checks. And everything. Yeah. So what happened was, the hilarious thing was, I have a student mm. who, who lives opposite her block. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the student was uh, also of uh, the Malay ethnicity okay. and ask ask him how do you feel like you know you live so close to uh, uh, your, your president and you know the president is, uh, is from your own uh, ethnicity yeah. and he's like dude don't don't get me started man every fucking morning I wake up I gotta go through the security checks they stop me you know and, and it's like it's like the whole circus is in town. You're you know? essentially inconveniencing yeah. people yeah. around so, you so there is a reason why or rather yeah. not reason why but there, there has to be some reason why, you know, the ministers, when they get all the money, they go and buy their own places or get a larger place, right? yeah. partly for security reasons. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because, you know, if you have... So- it's like celebrities. Uh. That's yeah, why they exactly. like all the gated estates you know? and shit. I'm not, I'm not like saying that I'm against that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't, right? Yeah. It's, it's just when you try too hard, when you try hard, uh, when you inconvenience everyone. When you got like somebody like Chan Chun Singh making you look better. Uh. <laughs> Then that's the problem, I guess. <laughs> really? Because imagine, right, you've got this minister who's paid like, I don't know, 1.58 to 2.337 million according to Wikipedia. Yeah. FYI, our prime minister's annual salary is 3.07 million. Oh, Jesus. This is prior to a salary review in 2011. You could buy three so I don't, know how much, I don't know how much they are paid right now. Lah. And I can't be bothered to do the for, <laughs> research. For, PM, for the PM, he does donate most of it to whatever charities he okay, chooses. Okay. Whatever, la, I don't care. I mean, he's got plenty of money already. Yeah, he's got plenty but, of money, to be honest. But basically, right, like, if, if they're all earning like 1.5 to 2 something million dollars hmm. a year, why can't they spend the money as they like? Because it's like, I and it's, I think this mentali- mentality is very much like the sort of people who like, you know, you give money to a beggar, hmm. then when they spend it on alcohol and cigarettes, you're like, eh, Hey, you cannot spend the money on alcohol and cigarettes. Like, fuck you, man. It's his money now, yeah, right? Yeah. Even if you owned it previously. So, I, I think most Singaporeans who are, are instinctively aware that we live in a country that is chock full of fucking contradictions weaved into our, our the fabric of our society. And 
you know, this whole idea of like <clears throat> being frugal on the outside, but having a lot of money on the inside is absolutely necessary. Actually, we have to be contradictory in order for our society to... Yeah, I think this is a this is a problem caused by the PAP themselves. You reap what you sow, yeah, la, basically. You sow. Every fucking elections. Do you, you remember like in the twenty twenty election, somebody like made this video clip where every almost every fucking PAP um candidate was like, I come from humble beginnings. <laughs> I was playing soccer at the void decks. Uh, I live in a rental estate with my parents and 200 siblings and all, all my five generations of grandparents. Yeah. And then you want us to be, oh, actually it's fine that Shamugam lives in a estate yeah. that's about the size of Suntec City or something. <laughs> so, I mean, if they actually owned up to the elitism, Correct. Own up to the fact that they say, right. hey, we want the best people and the best people expect high salaries and they want to spend the high salaries. Yeah. But in they will produce in results. In, is the best property. Yeah, exactly. And and But they will produce results that keep right. the rest of Singapore comfortable. Right. I think we'll be, mm. okay, whatever, take it. But not, and, and, but because we have this mythos of thrift and frugality mm. and wanting the best for the people, right? Like, like oh, Lee Kuan Yew washed his own underwear last time when he go to a hotel because he didn't <laughs> want to pay for it. Then he, then he did this and that. And then now, like, of course, when we see this, we are like, hey, what the fuck's going on, right? Actually, if I was a minister, I wouldn't want other people to wash my underwear. Then you can see my poop streaks. Uh. Gary, do you have poop streaks in your underwear? Yeah, of course. Uh. No, like... Question. You're not supposed to have poop streaks in your underwear. Uh, you, you oh my poop, god, that's kind you of gross. You have poop streaks hey, on your I underwear do, because do, when you get older... I want to ask you all this question. Okay. I feel like this is very relevant because as we age, this shit happens poop sometimes. Is. You know, like, when you go to the toilet, right? Yes. There's no like bidet. Yes. And then you keep wiping your butt, but there's always yeah poop yeah yeah yeah, yeah. residue. Like poop, no yeah. matter how much you Mar- wipe, marker poop. Yeah. Then then right, you've reached the point where you have to flush once already because yes. otherwise you choke the toilet yeah. bowl. But then your ass is rubbed raw. Mm, yeah. And then do you continue or do you just go no, like you fuck must it, continue. Just yeah, you must continue. There's no no other. It's perseverance, Angie. Don't ever lose your perseverance. Oh. Ever. So, <laughs> so what I what I do what I do is I do something very gross. Uh-huh. I flush, and then when the flush is coming out, I oh. put my my toilet paper. Back oh no! To wet it. Once it's wet, then I can. Ew. Of course, you don't wipe it first. You before you wet it, lah. You you take a new you you pull out a new roll, and then you know when it's flushing, you wet it, and then after that you. Why would you? Why would you not just bring yeah, some the water? water from the sink. Uh, yeah. you know, the sink, is, which is nearby, I presume. No, why? You cannot get out. You're in the cubicle, in the public. Oh toilet. yeah, yeah. You can talk about public water. That one is yeah. That one is. Yeah, yeah. It? I'm talking about yeah, public, public toilet. toilet. Oh, public toilet. Yeah. You know, if you have no, if you have no spray, no then bidet. you cannot do anything, right? Uh. That's why now I take a mental note of all the public toilets with spray so I know right, where to go. Right, you know where's the cleanest yeah. toilet, right? That's a survival wow. skill. Yeah. You know where's my favourite toilet wait, in wait, the whole wait, wait, entire wait, wait. world? Tell me, tell me, tell me. National Library. Wrong. You are wrong. You know that Batman Gotham built Gotham oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Park, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Park, Park View yes. Square, right? Yes, the yes, toilets are really good. Yeah. good they there, have yes. amazing toilets. Yes. It's the Japanese toilets and then mm. they're always warm so when you mm. sit on them you're like, ah, oh, so nice. Yeah, it's like, like a somebody's... warm hug to your butt <laughs> and then they've got the bidet that's like, you know, like like a machine right, you the can Japanese press the buttons yeah, yeah. and then they've got like those flushing sounds so yeah. you can make as much noise as you hey, want. Those bidets are incredibly good. Accurate eh, for it's some reason. Beautiful. I have no idea what? how it works. Like, why is it so accurate? Eh? It always seems to target my butthole. Maybe they you have like the bullseye lock-in right, target right. kind of shit. The cheap one, the cheap one has like a joyst- joystick for you to turn. Right, so right, right, right. When the worker shoots <laughs> out, you can, you can adjust my own. Or you can just adjust yourself, right? Like yeah. you can almost move yourself. I never need to adjust myself. It always ends up perfectly where I need. You have a big asshole. 
It's like spray anywhere, also Korea. <laughs> you poop street man. How dare you? Oh, recently I have like taken to carrying like wet wipes around. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh okay. See, don't, yeah. don't get those like they are too like corrosive. Yeah, must get those like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, like, baby wipes uh, they're for baby or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, well, Just treat yourself like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one, one more contradictory thing I want to say before we, we move on to the next topic mm-hmm. is that we are so contradictory that we, we bake it into our rituals, right? You know, like for the budget, they have the budget porridge. Yeah. You guys know about the budget What's porridge? What's the budget porridge? So porridge. When, whenever the, the ministers are like, oh, we're going to announce the budget, we're going to like, you know, set the future of a financial future of a country, they were, in the morning, uh, they were, they were, you know, they will literally have a bowl of oh, porridge, right. right? Cooked by the porridge lady, which has been serving them every year. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, I didn't even I know about serious. this. Like, oh, like in ritual. Parliament? Yeah, before before Parliament, they were all really? together. Yeah. Okay, let me just. Are you are you fucking this. having Talk us on? <laughs> but no, I feel like I've heard of this before. Yes, somewhere. No, I have to fact check me every single turn, uh, Jerry. Come oh. on, sometimes I say shit also okay. that is true, right? So so there is no joke, uh. Jerry, oh my god. Jerry, get off this podcast right now. Like, oh you're not my god. Hey, that was pretty fucking good though. <laughs> no joking. <laughs> hell. I'm gonna fucking call the police with Jerry Theo Berber. I'm gonna okay, call okay. the police. I just fact checked it, it's correct. Like, um, yeah. and, uh, what, uh? In 18 Feb 2022, Lawrence Wong continues pre budget porridge tradition. Reveals name, charting our new way forward together. It's like, I tell you, uh, like, those fucking words. Forward, together, unity, oh. progress. It's like they keep recycling these fucking words, man. What was it called? Talking. What was it? Phrases? Catchphrases. Catchphrases, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They recycle the CCP. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, oh, oh. it's hilarious because this this aligns with. Okay, so I have a, uh, Anna's friend, okay, also my friend, uh, is in the US doing a fundraiser circuit for her startup. Mm. Right? So. Her company has an actual viable product, so she's able to confidently talk about it. But when she goes to the, those circuits, right, to talk to the other CEOs of all the other tech, web three tech companies or whatever, right, right. right, they're always talking about, oh, you know, we, we're doing the crypto, whatever. Then right. we're doing the diversity thing. Then you know, you have no product. It's all talking points. Mm. It's all talking yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. You're like you walk in a room. Just smoke you only Yeah, you know, you walk into a shark tank. And then there's all these investors looking at you mm. and all you have is just talking points and, mm-hmm. and catchphrases. There's no viable product. Yeah. And for some reason, they're able to get funding. Our board is all women and they're all queer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Seriously, seriously. I, I didn't expect you to say that. Andy. I'm just channeling John right now to say what he correct, would have correct, said correct, because correct. he's not here. Correct, correct, correct. Anyways, um, yeah. let me just share with you what Indrani Raja shared affectionately, affectionately about the porridge that powers the budget. <laughs> Let me read it. Putting together a national budget is not easy. It takes a lot of effort and energy. For the past 40 years, the budgets delivered by successive finance ministers have been powered by porridge prepared by Auntie May Joke. For our Ministry of Finance, Singapore colleagues. Yeah. Her, her, name, is her name is literally May Joke. M E I J O K. Okay. Is this a, like what? Beautiful porridge? Uh? Anyways. 
Maybe. Continuing. Starting with simple rice porridge, she adds a whole variety of ingredients to give it delicious flavor, texture, and healthy goodness. Just as these many different ingredients blend to make a nourishing pot of porridge, Budget 2022 is a culmination of many different ideas and feedback, all put together to bring Singapore forward, allowing us to meet needs and achieve our aspirations while keeping Singapore fiscally healthy. Many thanks to Auntie May Joke and the MOF team for keeping our budgets going. I feel like making vulgar noises out now to like, <laughs> like just counterbalance what you just said just now. What sort of vulgar noises? Make like, them I love making noises. Like, do it. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be cut out and it's going to be like a... You know, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put it into this part. <laughs> but but you, you see the you see the this this like how when you work it into your rituals, right? It becomes a very um deep thing, right? Like it, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically like you want us, you want to have the appearance of yes. being frugal, right? Yes. You want to think that oh my god, like my ministers are not in this for money, not for prestige, not mm. for power and fame. It's because they want to have the heart to serve the people of Singapore. You know, it's all from the goodness of their hearts. <laughs> when Angie was deep, you see the vein on <laughs> <laughs> It's like throbbing right now. It's throbbing. It, entirely, it's their, own, it, it's their own fucking problem. Huh? It's their own fucking problem. You're off, you're off. So yeah, let them, let them waste budget, uh, uh, parliamentary time to... to to talk about this this nonsense. Uh. So basically, like I did this poll on my mm-hmm. on my Instagram about like the results of of the investigation, and I gave three options. Mm. And the three options are A, not guilty. B, they found everything is as SOP. Mm. And then C is that nothing wrong has been done. <laughs> I think mm. that's essentially yeah 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 one of the three la, One of the three. One of the yeah. three la, I think. <laughs> Or yeah. all of the three also can. <laughs> yeah, all of the three. But Is that a D? Oh, I forgot D. All of the above. I would, I would say very likely nothing out of ordinary within their within their rule set has been broken. Mm. Within, yeah, yeah. Within their set rules, mm. probably nothing. But yeah, like like you said, you know, the optics is really mm-hmm. it's the optics. Yeah. I think it's also like the fact that they keep telling us to have you know like oh make babies in small spaces. You know, <laughs> like our our uh, no, BTOs it's, it's are. Like, Getting smaller and smaller, this is, and then they are like, "Oh, you should be grateful for this." Yeah. You know, HDBs are very affordable. It's, it's a, it's not just optics. It's a kind of, it's a kind of hypocrisy, mm. right? It's like a uh, Zuckerberg bought up the island, is it? Yeah, he bought up the island. It's like hundred and seventy over acres. He yeah. builds his house there. There's like wild deer, and he hunts. You know, it's like I hunt for my own meat. Right? Yeah, right. So like, you put the deer there so that yeah. you know you can hunt for yeah, your own. Yeah, meat. you put the deer there so you can shoot the deer and claim. Oh my god, is he, is he gonna be I'm a hunter, I'm a masculine oh man. No, I do but JJ. So so it's that that's that's actually not the most important part of the hypocrisy. The most right. important part of hypocrisy, right, is he created uh, a social media concept, right, that mm. put all our information out there public for people to see. There's no privacy, you get dots all the time. Yet he bought an island mm. to Shield himself from everyone else. Beautiful. It's such a beautiful contradiction. Yeah. I mean, that's what like powerful people do, right? They are fucking hypocrites. It's like how a lot of like the social media um, tech CEOs or people like that uh, don't give their kids 
handphones until a very late age. Yeah, yeah. And then while the the masses are just like fucking indoctrinating their kids, shoving iPads into their faces mm-hmm. while they are like babies. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. You should never give me power. That's what I'm saying. You should never give me power. Even without power, I'm already, as we have established last podcast, I'm already a hypocrite. Can you imagine how how powerfully hypocritical I will be when I become rich. But isn't that good though? Like, because people know that you're a hypocrite, right? right. Like, then they just don't trust you and then that's yeah. fine. I mean, as long I, I as you deliver that. results. Right, right, right. And I think in Singapore, it's like, kind of like a, it's a very Asian thing, you know, where you close one eye. Like, mm. As long as you deliver results, we are very pragmatic. We are like, we don't expect you to be an SJW and then claiming like, oh, I love the people, blah, blah, blah. That mm-hmm. kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. As long as you do your work, we have a roof over our head keep things in Singapore clean and efficient and whatever mm. safe we're fine no right? I, I would have to I would have to uh, say unless you're opposition <laughs> if you're opposition then you have to be whiter than white okay you cannot have a single fucking thing wrong with you otherwise yeah, we're gonna come down wrong. on you like a bunch of you vultures can, you, can, you cannot have a sperm stain on your underwear Not whiter, like, than yeah. white, whiter than white plus bleach isn't it whiter than white? Angie, Angie, yeah. quick, quick one to digress, right? Yes. Oh, and this applies to you too, Jerry. Okay, okay. you have a child, right? Mm. You have a son, right? Yeah. Both of you, whatever. Okay. Why son? <laughs> a son child, a son, child, right? child. No, it's a son. In this case, it's specifically a son. Right? A son, a son. Yeah. Okay. And this son is a uh, uh, grown up now, right? Thirty mm. uh, something, mm. and he's like the best son to you. Mm. Right? Wow. He treats you really well. He buys you shoes. Whatever your love language is, like, he, he, mm-hmm. he actually genuinely cares about you. Wow. And not only that, he's a uh, Feel to you, feel to your partner, and he is also very caring and protective towards uh, his family members. I mean, the closer family members, lah, which you also are fond of, right? But, uh, and he's also earning a lot of money, okay? But, uh, you kind of suspect that the money that he's earning is not entirely, uh, it, is, it could be possibly vice related. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is. It's a little bit shady, a little bit dodgy, right? He's definitely bringing in the dough because you are, it's all over, the dough's over your body right now, right? <laughs> I mean, whatever form, sure. maybe for, for Jerry, he like, Daddy, I, 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 I give you this birthday present. You go into this room. It's this room, right? That's crafted into a star citizen cockpit with all the like the gadgets wow. and all the shit and rudders. You'll and never see Jerry yeah, ever again. You'll never see yeah. me again, man. Yeah. You yeah. just go like disappear into that room. Or whatever your thing is, like, I don't know. He builds a rock, uh-huh. rock climbing studio for you, or whatever, right? <clears throat> but he's definitely into something shady. You don't know what is it. You have not broached the topic. Okay, so this is, this is a, I brought up this hypothetical because you guys keep saying that, yeah, you know, close one eye as long as you get results. So now you've gotten results. Are you able to close an eye? Very interesting. Depends on how old I am by the time. Early 50s? Early 50s? Mm. Well, my, my kid is doing so much better than me. Eh? Yeah. If yeah. I'm in my early yeah. 50s uh, and my kid is like bringing in the door, he's only like early 20s. So I'll be like, fucking you have ex- excelled. You have exceeded your, exactly, your mother. Yeah. Exactly. They have. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point of this happening. They have. Yeah. They have exceeded. So yeah. would I call him out on it? You mean? Yeah. You know, I recently watched this <laughs> video and um, I think it's a, a lawyer who's also a mom. Right. And she was giving advice to teenagers like when after they've broken a law and I think one of the advice is like not covering it up Okay. if you've done something wrong. Not cut. Okay. It's like being honest. Lah. Yeah. So if you did something wrong, right? Oh, her first one is like never admit to it. If you are if you're in jail and you call your mother, like don't be like, Mom, I, I killed somebody because a lot of people like mm. review oh, their crime okay, over okay, the okay. phone to their mother. So okay. it's like never tell me what you've done when you're in jail and mm. you're talking to me. Right. Okay? Right, right. So that's the first advice. Then I think the second advice was something like don't cover it up by committing more crimes. Yeah, don't make it worse. 
Yeah, so like yeah. for example, you had a gambling addiction, right? right? right so right. that's something wrong. Right. Then you you cover it up by embezzling from your company. Right, right. Or stealing <laughs> like, or robbing. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So mm. basically that's it. So I think I would tell my son those things. Okay. Okay, okay. So, and, but what okay. does it have to be a son though? Yeah, what does right. it have to be a son? It could be like completely genderless yeah, and you just okay, made it yeah, a yeah, gender. Sure, sure. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter in this hypothetical. Yeah, I guess I, I probably would just... It's not close one. Uh, it's more of a... I know for a fact that when I was growing up, I didn't like my parents meddling my business. Mm. So mm, I would not true. meddle in my son's business, but okay. I would... Uh, son, a child. Right, I would tell this this child that you know whatever you're doing, make sure it lets you, don't you get sleep caught. at night. <laughs> make sure, make sure whatever you're doing okay. is something that lets you sleep peacefully. Yeah. So, Jerry, the That's thing, the thing, say. right, with people is that I I don't trust that kind of advice because I I don't trust in the goodness the of people. Yeah. yeah, I I I'm very certain there are people who like rape and kill and, oh, course, and all that, and then they always sleep, sleep very like well. Baby. Yeah. yeah, they sleep very well. But but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, lah. Yeah. What about you, Dan Wong? I think my answer is similar to you and Jerry's. Uh. Yeah, I mean, it really isn't any of my business. I'm I'm reaping the rewards. Yeah. And if my son is doing something or my daughter is doing something that wrong and they get caught by the police, they're, they're old enough to ta la. They're 35. You kill mm. somebody, then you hang down. Then what, what can I do? I'll be bummed out. I'll fucking cry. You know, I'll... I'll... Oh, so sad. My son got hanged. <laughs> <laughs> you, like you will be sad too, right? <laughs> Yeah, but you're not gonna do anything to let to stop yeah. justice from taking its course, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, recently there was this case where a teenager tried to rape his own sister, like oh, yeah. his own He's like little young. sister. Yeah, like the yeah. sister was like what eight years old or some shit like that, and this teenager was maybe like uh, at the time he was like uh, almost, twelve, right? Oh no, I think at the time he was probably like uh, still a minor, but not so. Yeah. yeah okay. So basically, this case, right? when he tried to rape the younger sister, mm. he was 14 and she was 8. Then mm. ah. he took photos, lewd photos of her and then mm. told a friend about it. So, but anyways, why I wanted to bring this up was because when he told a friend, the friend flagged the matter to the school. Correct. And then when the school got involved, I think then the escalated it to the parents. Mm. Right. And basically, this guy did it again two years later or some shit. What? Okay. So they didn't even go to the police first. They went to the parents. Their parents said, uh, don't be naughty, uh, don't do it again. Uh, and then like, that, was, that was the end of it. Oh, okay, okay. So like the, the process of how it happened, right? When he was 14, he was alone with his eight-year-old sister. Mm. And then he, he tried to remove her, her clothes and then tried to rape her, but he couldn't. Uh. Um, the, the girl was very confused. So after this, the, the boy mm. took lewd photos of her before leaving the room. Then he told her to forget what happened and he deleted the photos. He texted his friend and shared that he had taken those photos and shared that he wanted mm. to rape the sister. Mm, mm, mm. Then two years later, he struck again. Like he they struck. were... He, <laughs> the boy struck again about two years later. Anyways, this was actually in the Channel News Asia article. Mm. Like, Macham is a superhero or, what, or super villain or what. Uh, anyways, they were home alone again and then the guy entered her her bedroom as she slept and tried mm. to sexually assault her the mm. mother came back and asked what they were doing the guy lied and said that he was trying to check his sister's private parts as she was in pain then the mom was like oh okay don't do it again then uh, in 2022 he told his school the, the friend told the school teachers about what he did over text then the principal was involved mm. and then met with the parents and then told them about the messages then the mm. dad the father actually was the one who lodged the police report Oh, the father did it. Yeah. I failed in my duty as a father. Now I must call the police on my son. So that he can be punched. 
But it was the second time we did it. It was sixteen already, right? Yeah, I guess yeah, so. So he could be he could have been tried as an adult already. Basically, I think it's under eighteen because in the CNA article, he said it said that he was under eighteen at the time of the offenses. So mm. I assume that like our criminal process is takes eighteen to be no longer a minor. Mm-hmm. So, he's he's going to come out of jail and I, I don't know what kind of counselling they're going to put him through but you know he, he'll be I don't know man do you think there's hope for people like that or do you think we should just kill them on the spot so okay I, when I read this right obviously I was very angry but then at the same time it's a kid you know right it's mm-hmm. a kid and I think judging them based on adult notions of right and wrong and mm. criminal offences is a bit iffy yeah but at the same time, I think he's also old enough to know what is wrong, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? So, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be a very lengthy process of psychological counseling um, to judge whether, you know, like he's going to re-offend. But the thing is, like with sexual offenders, like a lot of them do it again and again mm. after, you know, like mm. all their jail punishment. So, I think, yeah, just kill him. Uh. <laughs> After that long speech, yeah, just kill him. Yeah. What do you think, Jerry? I don't know, man. It's, even if you were to give him the courtesy of going through all the psychological evaluations before you off him, right? You know, IMH is actually really, really uh, busy. They're short-staffed. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things are being held back because they couldn't commit the, the resources to it. It's, it's just one of those really it's a ridiculous situation uh. like why is it why is it so bad like but but then again when you look at when you look at how uh, Singapore has as a country ignored the mental health of an uh, entire like three four generations of people mm-hmm. over the last 50 years and only it's only during COVID where everyone really freaked out you know and needed the counselling that's why they started pouring uh, more resources into it do, do you think the older Gen Zs have something to do with it? How they rose up as a whole and demanded for better mental health? Uh, definitely, but you know, I, I I don't really know if if the Gen Zs uh, are the one pushing it. It's not just the pandemic, like pre-pandemic, right? There are a lot of children with psychological issues just from the pressure of school, and these things, right, can really if if the if the family support group is not strong enough, can really fuck around with people. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think like according to my friends who are parents nowadays, mm. uh, they are saying that the the rates of diagnosis of kids who are like have some sort of like mm. problems mm. like autism mm. and you know neurodivergence. like neurodivergence mm. and ADHD stuff like that uh, is actually pretty high. You pretty know, high every high, other yeah. kid in their class is mm. like has some sort of issues, and yeah. I don't know if it's like you know the water that we're drinking and the stress that we're going through and mm. the fact that you know, we are having kids later and later in life mm. that contributes to this or is it the fact that, you know, everybody like our parents have been neurodivergent it's, it's and then we just that, not diagnosed. Yeah, yeah. Because like that. when I think back about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, all these adults are really a little bit fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably that. I mean, mm. when I don't feel I have a problem but when I look back, I'm like, yeah, I've been uh, kind of like, you know, daydreaming all the time and I'm pretty sure that my family has a history of ADHD. Like I have an yeah. uncle Outwardly, he's just normal. He's not autistic or anything. But he just cannot get things... He cannot get shit done, correct, you know? Correct, correct, Yeah. So it's just... Until the day he passed away, he was just... Right. Just doing everything <laughs> oh, right. So sad, so sad. So he never knew that maybe he could have been diagnosed with ADHD. I, you know, yeah. we, we were we were from a poor family, so... There, there and also, have been it wasn't chance. like a thing, you know, back yeah, then. Yeah, it wasn't a thing. You it's, know, recently, a lot of my friends got like... 
diagnosed for ADHD mm. and are either getting treatment or like getting on meds for it and then mm. every suddenly everybody around me started mm. to diagnose me with ADHD hey mm. Angie have you ever like considered that you might have ADHD then my BFS is like you definitely have ADHD <laughs> like, oh, but thanks guys that's thanks that's the thing also you if you, even if you have it it doesn't mean that medication is the only way out there are there are methods to manage Correct. so basically right uh, a, a mutual right. friend of ours mm. I'm not going to name her on the podcast but she got diagnosed with ADHD and we were having dinner right and mm. she was sharing with us like all mm. these symptoms that got her to be like hey uh, I thought this was normal but it's not mm. then as she was describing all these things right and I was like mm, you mean that's not normal wait that's not normal <laughs> no, no, like, what, like, what, what are some of the symptoms that you relate to I can't remember. Like, I think something like um, hyperfixation or, right. you know, like this sort of like being very distracted and then um, not being able to focus until you hyper-focus mm, and then right. like being able mm. to do something very quickly uh, in a very short period of time mm-hmm. that will take the average person a lot longer. But mm, when you're right. doing like regular things, like paying your bills, opening your letters and things yeah. like that, you can't do it. That's mm, all I think. And mm. I always chalk, chalked it up to like just fucking laziness. Hyper-focus hyper is uh, strongly tied to ADHD. Yeah, so yeah. stuff like that. And then my BFF was next to me and she was just like, see, I told you. I told you. I told uh, Angie, you. I, I, you see, the, you, could, you could say those things apply to me as well, right? So, but I, I'm yeah, quite so certain that I don't so have So basically, ADHD. everybody's like on the scale yeah, so, of some yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, 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 extent, just, but where's uh, the line? Yeah, right? so so I'm like, well, then, uh, so what happened was that that friend sent like a, a test, right? An online test you can take to, to diagnose yourself. And then my BFF was on my case to keep taking it. And I said, why would I want to take it? If I even if I took it right, I'm not gonna get like treatment and I'm not gonna get like pills for it. Mm-hmm. The only thing that will benefit me is that I can now have an excuse to be an asshole, because that's what people with ADHD like to do. So, they will be like, "It's not me, it's my ADHD," and then they will yeah, be like, yeah, "You know, that's why I can't do all these like asshole thing because I do all these asshole things not because I'm an asshole but because I have ADHD." Wow, <clears throat> is the condition causing you to not? see that you're mm. an asshole or are you just being an asshole you know and falling back on yeah, the yeah. That, I mean there know? are definitely some sort of like uh, symptoms mm. um, I think one thing for ADHD people is that they like to cut in people in the middle of conversations which mm. I do a lot mm. and I, I, I've noticed that and sometimes I can't help it mm. right but but it's like, what do you want me to take a pill for it? No, I'll just cut people off. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so if I get diagnosed, I'll be like, sorry, man, it's not me. I just have ADHD. Now you're giving me ideas. Ah. Yeah. So cool. You get to be not accountable for your actions. Eh? I, of course, this is not everybody, lah, right? I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah, that but yeah. you know, on social media, there are a lot of people who do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think we do need to give like some grace to people who do have like neurodivergence mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the way that they act and stuff. And a lot of it really is uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was recently in Melbourne and staying with a friend who recently got on to ADHD meds and watching her mm-hmm. on the meds and before she took the meds was mm-hmm. amazing. Like things that she wasn't able to do, she could do it in one day. You know, like three months worth of work in one day. She was I mean, I think that's a bit of an exaggeration, but right, right. like just getting over that sort of like internal resistance to do like difficult chores. Yeah, you, for you make it seem like there's this like wonder drug to procrastination. I mean, it depends on your own chemistry, like if, if that's the right drug for you. Mm-hmm. But from what she from what she described to me, like it yeah. really helped her in a lot of ways. Like her brain is not is a lot more focused, but okay. but it's not for everybody, like, of course. And I don't think I was just listening to this podcast where like I think a, a mental health professional was saying that yes 
these pills uh, uh, can be good for you, but don't see them like as a long-term solution. Mm. You still have to work on yourself to get over some of these things, right? It's not like you take a pill and then, ta-da, I'm cured. I want to take a pill and, ta-da, I'm cured. What do you want to cure yourself of? I won't want to take a pill for procrastination. I won't want to. Procrastination pays off now. Why? I'm lazy and it pays off right now. I want a nap. (laughs) It pays off right now. Right. Yeah. Hard work pays off later. You work very hard, then you know only final then you get paid off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyways, I wanted to bring up this like issue, which is the psychiatrist, the mental health professional to population ratio in Singapore. Mm. So currently, right, it's about like four point five psychiatrists and eight point nine psychologists mm. per hundred k population. That's not a lot. Yeah, that's, that's very can, fucking can you, little. Can you say that again? I was looking at my dick. Sorry. <laughs> So basically, you've got about, uh, it's about like 13-ish, 14 mental health professionals per 100,000 people. Huh? 14 per 100,000? Yeah. Mm. So, Which is why, oh, like, okay. I mean, Jerry was talking about IMH and IMH how it's oversubscribed. Very, yeah, oh. it's very stretched. So it's very difficult to get yeah. like a, a spot. Lah. And even um, even the mental health professionals who are private mm. practice, according to some of the, my friends who are doing their treatments with like private practices right? right like it's also very hard to get a yes. spot currently mm. I think it's because over COVID everybody just has like yeah. a mm. elevated understanding and awareness of mental health I, I would say if uh, if I didn't have my own place during the lockdown mm-hmm. I would probably go crazy right right right, right. yeah it's not an easy problem to tackle, man. Not not everybody is the caring temperament mm. to be a medical health professional, especially in something as challenging as this. No, no offense to you, Angie, but I don't think you, you can you can do many things, <laughs> but I don't think you'll be able to be you know a mental health professional. Your yeah. name is one letter away from angry. Right? <laughs> it's a few letters away from angry. One, it's only an R. <laughs> it's not the correct spelling. It's <laughs> fucking crap. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> okay guys uh, we've been going on for some time and I think we have had quite a good energy for this podcast do you like to um, hear a tiny little hypothetical that I have for you sure okay so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I wish I wish John was here but anyway no worries we can channel him. oh you know what we'll what? just do what we always do we just pretend to be John yeah, okay okay we can pretend to be John first. okay imagine I want you to visualize right a life where you have absolutely and totally failed. Your career failed. Your relationships failed. With your parents, with your partners, your friends, all failed. Abject utter failure. Abject utter failure. You are poor. You've got no money. And you, you got even you even got kicked out of Singapore for some reason. And now you're wandering filthy and barefoot on the streets of Tibet, right? With like pe- pennies that you used to buy, like the local liquor just to get drunk and pass out, right? One day, as you are lying in your own filth, a man approaches you and he's like, you have what it takes to be my disciple. Come, follow me. And because, you know, you have nothing better to do anyway, you follow this man. And then this man is actually a Kung Fu master and he starts teaching you Kung Fu, right? It's a very esoteric, mystical Kung Fu art and you have actually no idea what language he's speaking to you when he pronounces these moves. Right, but you know, it gives you something to do, right? Mm-hmm. And you seem to be getting the hang of whatever is it he's teaching you. Feeds you three square meals a day. And days turn into weeks. Weeks turn into months. Months turn into years. And before you know it, you've been practicing seven years of weird esoteric kung fu with this man, right? And then he's like, Disciple, you have learned everything that I have to teach you. You may now return in success to your own country. Remember, 
Uh, with great power comes great responsibility, especially when you're using the autism fist. Hold up now, hold up now. What, what did you just say? Yeah, man, these are in all the language that I've been uh, using. I've been telling you the names of all these um, different techniques. Uh, did, did I not translate them for you? Oh, whoops. So it's, 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 it's just like the time, you know, when three years ago you mastered the, the meningitis fist and then the diabetes strike and then the cancer punch, you know, all those things. Then you're like, whoa, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, by the way, all the techniques that I taught you, right, uh, are, are damage over time techniques. Angie, are you familiar with this term, damage over time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's all damage over time techniques. And they're actually useless in a real fight. So, right now, if you, you can you can go ahead and... You but hit, they only feel it uh, like yes, 10 years later. Like. Yeah, so 10 years, 20 years later, after your attacker or your opponent has had a healthy life full of grandchildren, mm. you know, mm. success in the business. And, and then the autism for, strikes. <laughs> the autism is the most powerful one. The cancer one, uh, and the meningitis, and the di- diabetes, all that will happen within their lifetime. Okay, we're going to get yeah. cancer But autism fist is, is the most powerful strike. Then when you hit somebody with autism fist, nothing will happen to them eventually. But if they ever sire any progeny, right? <laughs> oh my god, then more. 100%. And it's not the it's not the high-functioning type. No, no, it's the happy soul type. Okay? It's the Rain Man type. Right? Yeah, it's the... Yeah, it's the Rain Man type, you know. It's, it's the, the bang, bang the head yeah. on the walls until blood comes out type, okay? Anyway, he's like, oh, okay, uh, anybody, uh, make the best use of my skills and he gives you a Kung Fu kick into the first class of SIA. You fly back to Changi Airport and now you are in Changi Airport, right? With your future ahead of you, you've got energy tingling in your fingertips and you know that whatever he has taught you actually fucking works. What will you do? You cannot retroactively do it, right? Like, for example, someone already had a child, then you can punch the guy, then the child's not gonna, like, automatically, like, magically become autistic, right? Oh, well, the no, next no, no, child. The next the child, child. The child's yeah. child will become autistic. <sighs> so you got, you got diabetes palm, you got cancer kick, right? You got meningitis, uh, strike, you got diabetes finger, you got autism fist, and a variety of others, lah. I'm right? just gonna hire myself out as a revenge professional. Like, you don't like this person and you want to ruin their lives, whatever. You hire me and then I'll go that punch them work. or whatever. Sorry, that it, but that's yeah, a yeah, shitty... you cannot prove Yeah, that. you know, it's damn shitty. Right? It's like, okay, I'm a hitman. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a hitman. You but know I literally I deal, just hit them. Yeah, I deal cancer, okay? I deal cancer, okay? <laughs> yeah. How are you going to deal cancer? I hit them. I hit them twice and then they'll get cancer in five years. I hit them three times to deal cancer in two years. No, no, Jerry, there's no way away. There's no way away. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know like if a it's a... time frame one. Okay, I don't know okay, if it's okay. an urban legend, right? But um, a friend of mine who works in cancer research, right, yeah. uh, told me about this story. And I'm not sure if it's true, lah. So anyways, this person um, was really like fucked over by their boss yeah. and they work in cancer research, like, you know, finding uh, treatments for cancer and stuff yeah. like that. So they deal in radiation and things. One time, the boss pissed her off so badly that, you know, before she... Oh, I heard this. Before uh, she uh, quit, right, she did this thing where she... He or she, uh, I can't remember. She uh, went under the boss's chair dug a hole and then put something radioactive oh in, where, in the God. place where in the place where he Fucking sits down and then he like repaired the chair and then like the so the, the boss sits there every day all day right uh, for years and years and years and it's his favourite chair or something and then so like over time he developed testicular cancer or some shit like that I don't know if it is true or not but right. if it's true uh, it's really like the you know the adage that says like revenge is a dish best served cold because you need like years and God. years and years to, that's why, to do that's, it, man. That's why there's that Chinese, mm. the Chinese saying, right? Ten years is not too long for yeah. to get your but, revenge. But the follow-up is, you also put, put out of uh, so you have to take revenge. Yeah, you have to take revenge. Otherwise, yeah. you're not a gentleman. Yes. 
<laughs> and it can take 10 years for your revenge to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... Mm, I love yeah. that. I love that. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, Hitman won't work, man. Hitman yeah, work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can prove that. Yeah, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a popper again. You know, you're gonna be poor. Again. It's like <laughs> go back to Tibet. Yeah. You know, sorry, I couldn't make it. <laughs> what mm-hmm. I do? Yeah, what could you do? Okay, I'll go first. Obviously, I had some time to think about this, and I've thought about this, and mm. I was unable to find a constructive way to use my powers. Mm. So I decided that you know, if I cannot be constructive and help society, fuck it, I'll just destroy society. So I'll try mm. to be a, like a kindergarten teacher or like you know some sort oh of thing God. where I get to deal with like 40, 50 kids and then I'll be like huh, good morning let's have a friendly hug Amir and then I go and after that hello Mailing. hello Sean okay just go. so hang on hang on I was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just so you're just giving all of them like autism and diabetes and shit like that will a handshake also be deadly or do I have to no, you have to you have to you wheel. Have to yeah, you really, have to wheel. Yeah. So yeah, like, like I said, even if you punch the kid, there's zero damage. It's oh, just damage okay. over time. Okay. Yeah. It's so just you, like a bruise, like Yeah. No, you won't get a bruise. Zero damage and zero. Wow. Zero. Okay. <laughs> so So the kid will be just like, huh? What yeah, happened? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. So so despite having all these skills, right, you still need a little bit of work. This okay. is the, the skill is is just there for you to use, but you know, still need a little bit of work, packaging, branding, and all this kind of stuff. So I'll rebrand myself, right, as some <laughs> esoteric, you know, okay. life wellness master who has a little bit of kung fu in it, right? <laughs> then uh, I'll go and you know I'll go and sell my services to all the all the rich, like not rich, like the ultra wealthy who have been hoarding oh all the money. Oh my god! You want to go to Jeff Bezos' house and give him cancer? Like people even more powerful than Jeff Bezos, right? <gasps> the people who've been holding money for generations. You right, know, right, right, like, right, like, right, 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 right. The like Beautiful Group. Descended from the Habsburgs or whatever. Oh my know? god. So I just go and But the know, Habsburgs are already fucked already. No, 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 no. Their genetics like they, are so fucked. They do have a good line. They do, they do have a good line. There, oh. are, there are people like the. Without the Habsburg Roth, draw. <laughs> okay, the Rothschild group. The Rothschild group. Okay. Right, 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 right. They are actually descended from the Habsburgs. They are the normal right. ones. And then, you know, you go to you go to the people who own like what the Black Rock and whatever, all the mm. right, right, know, people right. who, who run the world, right? Slowly go and yeah, I'll show you all the wellness things and you know, and then after okay, so you would target the the one percent. I will only target the tippy top of the one percent. Oh, you are like yeah. the Robin Hood of assassins. Well, you just need I, to go to that um that conference. What's that called? Yeah. That the all the G20. Rich, yeah no. <laughs> yeah whatever. Not not G twenty. It's a it's one where this like super rich ultra billionaire yeah, gets right. all the other rich people to come together to solve the world issues one. Yeah, I, I don't want I don't want to, you know, right. I, it's for me it's not about being a Robin Hood. For me it's about breaking down all these right. all these age old oh, brands and you know whatever, right? That that have been hoarding all these things. Hoard so much also useless. Right, it, right, it, right. It's, it's better used elsewhere, you know. You don't. But, but Jerry, just because you kill them doesn't mean that the wealth will be distributed. Well, I'm, not I'm, not I'm not kidding them. You're just right. You're, you're, that's you're quite a great idea. Oh wait, so you that, want right? to infect them so that they will they find will find solutions, solutions and, to cure them? And, oh, ah, they, they don't. If oh, they, they're not so clever. Clever. If they're not like on the receiving end of it, right? Why the hell would it oh. matter to them? Jerry. Yeah. It's like how ministers and MPs don't bring up issues until yeah, they affect them. them. No, I was actually thinking of that, you know, but so the thing is, let's say I infect like a minister. Yeah. It's going to take too fucking long right. to, for him to see results. Yeah. And by that time, he won't be in politics. Yeah. Right? So like, I mean, like infecting him doesn't make so much, which is why then I'm like, I fuck it, I just like hire myself out. 
kind of well-known, I guess, before LKY got uh, a grandchild who has, you know, all these developmental mm. issues, yeah. no one gave a shit about uh, the VI, the vocational institutes, no one mm. gave a shit about it. It's only after he wasn't able, his, his grandchild wasn't able to excel the way he was, mm. only then they were like, oh shit, it, the first season is actually so shit. And then they started expanding. Oh, wait a minute. There are people who like, yeah, you know, you are know, not exactly. like us. Yeah. And I think LKY famously was the one who, who admitted much later in his life that you know he felt it was wrong to force people to learn two languages because he, he realized very late in life that not everyone can do it. Well, I think he's entirely right to force people to learn two languages. In I, fact, I, I think we should do it more. Right. I, I feel I've gained an advantage from learning two languages. Oh, for sure. For sure. Sure. But even, I play games, yeah. Yeah, even though I don't do very well in either, but you mm. know, at least I know both languages. But I, I think like the problem is not the so much the forcing, but you know, the breaking down of systems where people used to like learn more than two languages. Mm. For example, my dad you know, speaks English and not very well, Malay and also like mm. Chinese and mm. all the various other dialects. So that's mm. what they needed to do to communicate last time, mm. right? Mm. But anyways, maybe you should start some kind of cult. Join my cult, otherwise I'll infect you with cancer. <laughs> <laughs> See, Angie, you're, you're like me. You, we use our powers for evil, whereas yeah. Jerry uses his powers for good. Yeah. Good on you, Jerry. Mm. But Jerry is also an ISA agent. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Don't get ourselves cancelled, man. Yeah, th- th- this guy, like, fucking plays with guns. He, like, can outgun anybody. Except just, for the younger Jerry is just pretending to be good. Jerry's pretending to, like, you know, to be poor on the outside while he has millions on the inside. Oh, he really has the star citizen room with, <laughs> with a full gyroscope. See, thing that, that's why, that's why I don't bid for the redoubt. Yellow, can you not buy the thing? I don't for you, you buy a BTO and then I like, pretend that you are actually poor. You know, I got no money to feed my cats, but actually you are yes. fucking rich. Jerry, you know what I'm talking about? You know those, those gyroscopic rich. things? It's actually a, yeah. a, a chair you sit on with all then it will move according yes. to the. Yeah, yeah you've got those. that in your seat. You've got the 40 experience in yeah. your house. I've seen those, I've seen those. No, we, we cannot put that at the HGB site. <laughs> Why not? It's too noisy because it shakes a lot. Oh. Yeah. Can you have good. like I mean can you upgrade it and have like some sort of stabilizer? Okay. Jerry buys it first. Then he buys the, the neighbor's flats on the oh, left, right? <laughs> and then up, up and down. <laughs> and no neighbors to complain. <laughs> Facts. Uh, okay. That's fantastic. how that's how you flaunt that you're rich. Exactly. Okay. You live in uh, Road. Before we end this podcast, right? Uh let's just give John's answer. Okay? All oh right. John. Uh, Hmm. Uh, uh, what I'll do is uh, I'll use the finger and poke myself poke myself I'll give myself like 10 different types of cancer and autism and brain damage <laughs> <laughs> that is the exact opposite of what John will do oh you know what I'm gonna in fact uh, if I have a child right I'm just gonna go to my child's um, school right and then uh, I just infect all those kids uh, so like you know when my child grows up uh, he's gonna get an advantage because not, he's functioning you know but all the other kids are yeah. not functioning I, I think that's what he would do right? yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. think that's what he would yeah. do holy shit <laughs> I, I couldn't like... yeah 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 I think you hit it on a day I think that's what he would do that's what he would do I'll give my like, child a bit advantage like what is, what is wrong with that you know I'm a conservative man I want to give my my child the best future <laughs> All my children, mm. because I'm handsome, you know, and I want to pass it down. So my child have all the good genes. Can you imagine your child grows up in the world? Uh, where majority of the his peers are like autistic, uh, cancer. He's the only functional person, uh. you know, Like the like uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's Take that out movie? the competition. 
the movie where he, he's uh he he was frozen and then in the future they dig him out and then he's like the smartest man on earth. Oh, oh, oh yeah yeah I remember this. Oh, premise. what's that um, movie? Oh fucking! I can't. Remember. I can't. I can't. Yeah, it's Luke uh, yeah, Wilson and what, yeah. Basically, whatever, I yeah. think that's what John would do yeah. if he had the power. My God. I mean, because I Selfish think he would do it for himself, but the time impact is too long for right. him to benefit, so he'll do it for his children. Ah, yes. Okay, yeah. okay. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay, very good. <laughs> uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this Johnless episode of Longkang Kitties. Uh, I think we have sufficiently proved that we are still capable of entertaining all of you without the presence of John. I feel like, you know, like, we can just generate John. You know, like AI. Yeah, like, AI, AI. the AI, AI John. John. <laughs> Death of the artist. Urgh. We should do like a. We should go all. Demo, you know. stop, stop shaking your leg. <laughs> Demo, why do you keep shaking your leg? Stop sniffling. No more monkey jokes. No more monkey jokes. And then we do a soundboard <laughs> for John. And then we just press. Oh my god. Excellent. <laughs> let's do that, eh? Okay, let's begin the Longkang Kiddies cool now. Jerry, you better learn all the technical stuff, okay? Because I, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> You have I, to, I know, you have to do the outro it. demo. Yeah. Yeah, you have do to the like, outro, please. What's the outro? Uh, introduce all the social media shit. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, if you have enjoyed this episode of the Lungkang Kiddies, right, you can see that we are 1 billion percent professional. We are also found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, as well as join our Discord. As John says, it's madness. And what you do is you go to uh, the Discord uh, go to the Facebook group and ask us for the invite and we'll be happy to have you on. There's a thriving community of degenerates inside. So please come and join us. It's really funny. Uh, also, we have a TikTok uh, account now. So come and join us for more cr- crazy things. And YouTube. We... And YouTube. Yes, yes. Oh, we are so advanced. Huh? We've got YouTube and TikTok. Yes. Now. Yes, uh, yeah. And we, where we ask Dr. Chi to take off, uh, Dr. Chi Sunjuan to take off his pants in front of us. It's great. It's terrific. So come and, come and subscribe to us, like us, and and the best, if you can really do this, would be come and insult us. Go onto Facebook and, and call Angie all sorts of disgusting names. Harris her doctor. <laughs> Thanks, Dave Wong. You motherfucking asshole. <laughs> you asked me to do the outro. Huh? That would be cut. Okay. okay, that's it. Thank you. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's it, right? Look All right. forward. Bye. Bye. Bye.